You're now listening to Binge Brew Brain Podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending overeating, binge eating, emotional eating, and yo-yo dieting. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday. How are you doing? Are you ready for the festive season? I hope that you are because you've got just one week left. That's why in today's episode, I would like to help you prepare for Christmas and for the whole festive season. You know what's coming? All of those comments about food, uh, about people being afraid of gaining weight, and of course, people talking about on what kind of diet they are going to go in 2022 in order to lose weight. But I also know that you want to heal your relationship with your body uh, and food, and you also want to improve your body image, and that diet talk can be harmful for you. That's why in today's episode, I want to give you responses you can use whenever you hear some negative comments about the food you're eating or about your body or about or just diet talk in general. So just take a piece of paper, take pen and you can write those responses. However, before using them, I would suggest paraphrasing them and maybe also uh, practicing them uh, so that um, so that you know what to say and also those responses sound like you not like me but you can paraphrase them so that they sound more natural to the way you're talking but before that I would like to introduce you to some idea actually it's a fun game called dysfunctional family bingo holiday edition so unfortunately i'm not sure who's the author of this game i traced it back to dr amy johnson or marta beck both of them talked about it on their social media but i'm not sure whether uh, they came up with this idea or maybe they got inspired from somewhere else well it doesn't matter it's a bingo game and all you need is another person or maybe even couple of family members who have similar uh, attitude to you who have similar perspective who also see the, the ridiculous behavior some of your family members have and all you have to do is you have to make a list of annoying or dysfunctional behaviors you expect to encounter at Christmas dinner or some other family gathering and you need 24 behaviors like that. Uh, For example, it can be Uncle Charles always asking you about your dating life. Maybe your mother criticizing your outfit. Maybe Chad drinking too much. Maybe somebody asking you about your weight gain. Like these kind of dysfunctional behaviors, you have to list them and then you have to create a bingo card with these behaviors and of course each participant should get their own bingo card that is slightly different and then you play it uh, during the, the family gathering and when you get five spaces in a row you maybe it's like across down or diagonally you have bingo and as a prize maybe other participants could for example buy you a dinner or something like that. Okay, but what's the point of this game? 
Well, I know that you are maybe anxious about some family gatherings. Maybe you're trying to avoid them because you don't want to hear all of those comments about your body or maybe just in general other, you know, family drama, which definitely happens in every family. So for for many of us, family gatherings are stressful. We are anticipating, you know, some uncomfortable situation situations. And what that game allows you to do, it allows you to reframe that. So instead of being anxious and trying to avoid certain comments, you go to that family gathering with with excitement because you anticipate those behaviors to occur. You even want them to occur because you want to cross them out and then you want to win this bingo. So the point of the game is that you go to your family gathering and you observe. You don't participate in that family drama. You know that these are maybe dysfunctional behaviors. You you distance yourself a little bit to, to see it. Um, again, you're not participating in the family drama, but you are participating in the game. So you're distancing yourself. So instead of being afraid of uh, of that family gathering, you make it a game. And therefore, it becomes, it's, it's just not that painful experience. You, you, you just have a little bit more fun with it. But of course, only play this game with people who have similar attitude to yours, who have similar perspective, who, you know, who can laugh at those things. Of course, not everybody, uh, not every family member should play it because they may get offended, right? Because maybe they have this this weird behaviors. Therefore, it's not a game for everybody. Just play play it with, with people who are really close to your, your heart. And it might be even a little bit funny, you know, exchanging smiles whenever you hear that this dysfunctional behavior occurs and then you look at the other uh, participant of this game and, you know, you can exchange smiles and, you know, mark um, that that this behavior occurred. Yeah, I think that, that it's a funny, funny game, especially if you have big family and a lot of things um, happen every year. I hope that you're gonna enjoy it. And right now, let's go to the main topic of today's uh, podcast episode, which is how to respond to to others people's comments about uh, food, body, and diet in general. So first, I would like to talk about comments about how much you eat or how little you eat and what's on your plate. So you may hear comments like, huh, are you sure you want to eat that? You're having another serving? How are you still hungry? Is that all you're eating? Why aren't you eating? You're so skinny, you don't need to watch what you eat. I wish I could have your self-control around food. You know, these kind of comments, these are pretty common. So now I'm going to give you a couple of empowering responses you can use. So first response is just yes. So somebody stated a fact that you are taking second serving. So all you can say is just yes. They are stating a fact and you can just confirm it. You can say yes and and that's it. No is a full sentence and yes is a full sentence too. But of course, say it politely with a smile. Couple of other responses you can use in that situation. I know what my body needs right now. 
I've been craving Anne's pie for the past week. I don't want to miss the opportunity to have it. I'm honoring my hunger. I'm honoring my cravings. I'm honoring my inner child's wants and needs. I need that energy to fuel my gym gains. I find that I feel much better when I don't restrict my food intake. For the past couple of days, I had stomach pain, so I'm glad that my appetite is back. So with the last three responses, you can see that you need to also show that you eating more is actually a good thing. I don't know why many people believe that the more you eat, it's just bad for you, but it's not always the case. People have different goals. For some people, they need to eat more because they want to grow their their muscles. Maybe they have higher energy expenditure, therefore they need to eat more. So just you can flip the script a little bit and and you know show other people that it's a good thing that that you are eating, and never let people shame you for what you're eating. So these were the responses when somebody is commenting about how much you eat. But I know that maybe you will also like refuse food. So these are the responses you can use whenever you don't want to eat more. I'm not hungry anymore, but once I feel like eating again, I will try that. I have had enough for now, but I would love to receive it as a leftover. This is how much my body can take right now. I trust my body. I have also a couple of other responses you can use, but those are a little bit more cheeky ones. So here we go. Aren't there more interesting things to talk about than my food choices? It makes me feel uncomfortable when you comment on my food choices. Please stop. I would rather not discuss my food choices right now. Thanks for respecting that. I don't remember hiring you as my dietitian. Since when you joined the dark forces of food police? I would appreciate if you didn't watch so closely what I eat. Please respect that. And right now, <laughs> I'm going to digress a little bit. <laughs> I, I decided to, to give you a little bit of my personal story. <laughs> so I've been vegetarian since I was 13 and I'm on a plant-based diet since 2013, which means that from very early age, I had to learn how to refuse food that was offered to me, which I think is one of the reasons I'm not a people pleaser. <laughs> so I, I'm very good at saying, saying no without feeling guilty about saying no. But what I really don't like, also since childhood, is being in the center of attention. So refusing food was always easy for me, but I always struggled with the follow-up question, which is why? (laughs) So this is what I would do. And I'm bringing that story because I know that maybe during the Christmas parties, there will be also food that you want want to try therefore it's okay to say no and I'm telling you that story because I want to uh, also give you an options what you can do so when I was younger what I would do is I would use the method of a broken record so I would just say no thanks no thanks I just don't want that 
I wouldn't go in depth into why I'm saying no. I wouldn't, uh, and you know, this is this is about situations when, for example, somebody would offer me something that had meat. As I said, I was vegetarian, so I would just, you know, I wouldn't try to explain uh, my my point of view, my whole philosophy, and so on. I wouldn't talk about ethical issues. No, I would just say no thanks, no thanks. I just don't want it, you know, and I would sound like a broken record. And usually that that just works. And another way I found uh, of saying no, but this is more when I was older and when I was on the when um, since I started vegan diet. So, of course, I didn't ever have a problem to tell my closest family or telling my friends that I'm on a vegan diet. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But... There are some people who just don't understand it, who who you meet like once a year and who do not need to know why you don't eat certain things. For example, also, you know, people at work, when they would bring cake that obviously had probably eggs and, and milk, you know, I didn't want to go in depth like why I'm vegan, where do I get my protein from, um, bacon dough, you know, these kind of silly comments. So what I would do in these kind of situations is I would use white lies. So I would just say something innocent like, oh, sorry, I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, sorry, I get sick after eating milk. Oh, sorry, I'm allergic. Like I do get, I don't know, some rash and so on. So believe me, uh, many times in my life, I just lied about the diet stuff. Believe me, diet is like a re- religion or politic talk. So you have to avoid it. It is taboo. And not everybody has to know like why do I do why you do certain things. I'm not interested in like oversharing. That's why I would always like to you know finish the conversation quickly. Like no, I don't want it. Or I would say, or I would just <laughs> just made up something like oh sorry, I'm lactose intolerant. That's it. Like I'm getting sick after eating it, and I don't want to get sick. That's why I'm not eating it. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, <laughs> those are those those are the tips you can also use. In this part of the episode, I shared with you comments about food you eat. And now it's time for comments about your weight. And oh girl, I know how hard it is. I probably remember most of the comments about my weight people make made. Uh, like I remember when my grandfather told me that I have big fi- hips, wide hips. Uh, I remember when my uncle asked me, uh, is there something wrong with me? Why did I gain uh, so much weight recently? Uh, I also remember like friend asking me about the dimples on my legs when I was so young that I didn't know what the cellulite was. So I sort of, I don't know, maybe I, I forgot many things from my past, but somehow the comments people made about my body, like I remember them very clearly. <laughs> so I do understand that also you would prefer to avoid those comments people make about your weight. I totally get that but they still may appear. Something like, oh, have you lost weight? You look like a skeleton. Wow, you look great. Did you lose weight? Or maybe other comments like, oh, have you gained weight? (laughs) Okay, so now I want to share with you empowering responses you can make to comments about your body weight. For example, those comments make me uncomfortable. Are you willing to stop commenting on my body? I would highly appreciate that. I know you're worried about me, but I'm working with a nutritionist. 
I know that you care about me, but I'm seeing doctor regularly and regardless of my weight, I'm in a good health, which makes me happy. I'm not interested in having this conversation. Can you respect that? I actually don't weigh myself because I prefer to pay attention to how I feel, not what I weigh. Probably yes, yes, my body changes all the time, but I'm not using weight as a success metric. There are so many amazing things happening in my life that are not related to my body weight. Would you be interested in hearing about them? Can we talk about something else? I don't want my kids to overhear our conversation and make a silly assumption that their worth is tied to their weight. Body weight fluctuations are normal. Everybody here experienced them. Personally, I prefer to focus on more important things than the appearance of my body. Oh, really? Thanks for letting me know. Uh, would it matter if I have gained weight? Okay, that was it. Those were all of the responses you can use whenever somebody comments on your body. And now part three of today's podcast episode, which is... Um, you know, how can you respond when somebody starts talking about their diet or their body? Maybe somebody is complaining about their body, how feel, how fat they feel, or maybe they just comment on, on, on diet or food in general. So those would be the comments I would expect. Something along the lines, oh, I'm so fat. I've gained weight again. I can't stop eating, even though I know I should lose weight. I'm bad for eating this. It's a cheat day. Oh, I can't believe I'm eating all of this. I'm going on a diet in 2022. You know what I mean. So these kind of uh, statements people make all the time. And let me tell you why is that a problem? Well, usually <laughs> these kind of comments, I don't know about you, but, uh, but for me, they make me sort of like insecure about myself because and especially especially when a leaner when a slimmer person complains about that so you know I, let's say that I'm standing with a friend and she's definitely sl slimmer than I am and she's complaining about the, the the weight gain the fear of weight gain or that she looks horrible and that she needs to lose weight And I'm like standing there and hearing about everything she's going to, to do in order to avoid looking like me, <laughs> which is quite funny because I'm okay with my body coming back to, <laughs> to, the, to the topic. So how can you respond when somebody talks about a diet uh, and so on? Here are a couple of examples. I'm not interested in talking about diets. Can we talk about something else? I want to spend my time with you discussing more important things. I don't talk about diets or weight loss. I would really appreciate if you could stop commenting on other people's bodies from now on. It doesn't make me feel good when our conversation is about diets and weight loss. Good for you. You do you. I'm different and I know what works for me and what doesn't. Okay, so after you give uh, the initial response, which should be just like one to uh, one, two sentences, then you also need to change topic. 
So you may, you know, ask about food, ask about recipe. Maybe you want to ask about like real life update, what's happening in their life, in their career. Maybe they have some interesting project. Maybe they started new a new hobby or something like that. But of course, don't ask about sensitive things like, oh, when will you finally find a girlfriend? <laughs> don't ask about that. Ask about less sensitive subjects. You can also ask about family members like, oh, how is your sister doing? You can also ask about exciting plans for the future, what they are going to do in the next year. So remember, First, you give a quick res- quick response. Then you can also uh, ask them a question like, can you do that for me? Can you respect my wish? And so on. And then you have to change the topic. And it all can happen within you, like speaking. Like you just need three, three sentences and that's that's it. So to summarize today's episode, um, I don't know if, you, if you've noticed, but I categorized also... The responses you can make. So in general, when you hear diet talk, body shaming, food shaming, first of all, you can make a joke. You can say something along the lines like, oh, the only bad food is the food you stole. Um, I'm on a seafood diet. I see food and I eat it. Life's too short to get so anxious over one meal. I will enjoy my meal without a side of guilt. So first thing you can do is make a joke. Another thing you can do is just change a subject. Another thing you can do is just excuse yourself. It's okay for you to retreat. We all need space. Sometimes we need to remove ourselves from the environment in order to protect our mental health. And that's totally fine. For those of you who who feel more confident, you can also speak up for yourself. For example, you can say something along the lines... I've had problems with disordered eating in the past. Being so strict with food just made me more obsessed with what I was eating. It would really help me if you would stop talking about diets. So this is also an option for you. An option for you is also to educate people. Maybe, you know, somebody will say that, I don't know, carbs are fattening or paleo diet is is the best. You know, you you can uh, answer and say something like that. I used to think that way too. I've learned about intuitive eating and it really helped me to develop healthier relationship with food. Having food rules just kept me in the yo-yo dieting cycle. I'm much happier now. If you're interested in learning more about intuitive eating, let me know. I can share with you some of my go-to resources. If you don't want to educate people, that's also totally fine. As you know, I'm also not a person who likes to speak up for myself, like in a crowd of people. I can do that online. Like, (laughs) let me tell you, (laughs) I can do that on social media. I can do that. Yeah. Recording stuff. But like when I'm with, with real people in the room, I would also probably just sit quiet. So what you can also do is you can set firm boundaries. You can say, for example, please don't talk about diets with me. Otherwise, I will have to leave this meeting. Can you do that for me? Again, this is nice, nicely set boundary. And of course, if that boundary is violated, you have to do what you said that you're gonna do. The last two tips I have for you is just view dieting uh, as, as religion, as taboo. 
this this topic of diet probably isn't appropriate topic for the Christmas dinner. And the last tip I have for you, which I mentioned before, is, you know, just be broken record. Somebody asks you, would you like a piece of cake? You answer, no, thank you. Eh, but I've made it for you. No, thank you. If you don't eat it now, they may not be more later. No, thank you. <laughs> you know, or just you can say like, oh, I'm not interested in discussing that. Like, that's it. I hope that in today's episode, like I gave you a couple of things you can say, because I know that in these kind of situations, when when you hear that comment, you know, coming, you, you're you probably just, just frozen. You, you don't know what to say. You don't know how to respond. And of course, the best response will come to you like a couple of hours later when you are under the shower. That's why in today's episode, I wanted to share with you you know, a couple of example responses so that you can prepare yourself and just go to that family gathering prepared to summarize, give a short response, then ask a question confirming that that person will follow your request and then change your topic. It's okay to, to sound like a broken record and say like, no, thank you. No, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> maybe later, something like that. Um, maybe, okay, maybe that wasn't my last tip. My last tip would be that you shouldn't try to win a conversation. <laughs> It's not a time for for that, especially during during, for example, Christmas dinner. No, it's not a time to win a conversation. Arguing and becoming defensive usually isn't helpful. One more thing I want to mention is that please keep in mind that when all of us, all of us, when we are with our families, it's very normal for us to revert back to our old behaviors. You are probably very good functioning adult, but when you go to your hometown and you spend time with your parents, you may notice that you behave like a rebellious teenager again. And that happens to all of us. Sometimes when we are with the family, I don't know, some old neural networks are uh, are again active because maybe it's a familiar environment, familiar faces, and we just revert back to our old behaviors. So just, so just you know, accept the fact that you may behave uh, during festive season, you know, not the way you would like to show up, and that's also okay. We have to, we have to accept that. Okay, that would be it. That's the end of today's episode. I hope that you are going to have wonderful. Uh, Christmas. I still don't know what kind of episodes should I release next week. I have no idea. So if you have any ideas for me, please let me know. And if you are interested in joining my coaching program, my Binge Pro Brain coaching program, definitely right now it's a good time to join so that you can start 2022 with my help and support. Thank you so much, guys. I hope that this uh, next weekend is going to be, uh, that you are going to spend it peacefully. Have a great day. See you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Pinch Proof Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your application for my Binge Proof Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day.